I'm excited to talk to you guys today about some other ways to use webinars, um, upsells, retention, that kind of stuff that you're seeing, as well as, um, well, I'll save it until we get to that point. But, but talk to me about some of those other use cases that people might not intuitively think, oh, a webinar would be a great place um, to insert at that point in our pipeline or our funnel. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the High Level Spotlight Sessions, where we showcase awesome marketers doing awesome marketing. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Casey Zeman. He's the CEO, and as well by Skip Foster. He's the COO of Easy Webinar, a platform that helps agencies and their clients scale and improve their marketing through high-impact webinar experiences. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Chase, thanks Absolutely. for having us. Thank you. You know, we... Uh, I would say webinars are a big part of our marketing, our success. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about webinars, so I'm excited to have you guys on. We're going to talk about, I think, a couple of ways to use webinars that people might not um, think of right away. But before we hop into that, I'd love to hear the backstory of Easy Webinar. When did you guys get started and, and why did you get started? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, the backstory of Easy Webinar uh, is I was uh, I was a course creator. Um, well, before I was a course creator, I I was a mortgage broker who was unsuccessful, and uh, and and after the recession hit, I had to switch jobs. So for about two years, I was searching for this new way to build leads online, and uh, and I I couldn't I couldn't really figure it out until one day. I, I, I met a, this internet marketer friend of mine and he was like, you know what you need to do? Uh, learn one skill and just get really good at that. And I decided to jump into video as the, as the thing that I did. So I learned all about video marketing and, uh, and pretty soon I was landing video marketing uh, um, uh, clients. I was doing retainer work for them. But I always always had in the back of my mind this idea to create a course all about YouTube because um, I was using YouTube to get on the first page of Google. That's what I was doing for my clients. And so um, so I, I started to like build this course based on all the information, all the things that I was all the successes I was having for my clients. It took me about six months to build the course. Um, and then I built a, I wrote a 250 page ebook, took me another three to four months to do that. And then I launched this thing. And as soon as I launched it, it was like crickets. I couldn't get anybody buying it at all. Mm -hmm. um, and so my, my ideas of like having a course that sold were like in the crapper. Uh, mm -hmm. But then um, uh, I, I saw this thing about webinars, you know, people doing these like, like, you know, go, um, go to webinar webinars. And I was like, okay, I guess I could try that. And so I started um, doing webinars but I was terrible at, at them. I was just doing these like, uh, basically all I was doing was I was making a video and putting it in YouTube and inviting people to a present, to a, like a workshop where I'm going to teach them all about YouTube marketing. And I had no plans of how I was going to offer my offer or do anything. I just said, just come to the workshop, please just show up. I was like, please, please just show up. And so, uh, so I, we started seeing people coming in and, and registering uh, to the workshop. And I started doing these live no pitch webinars um, for completely free of just giving information because I was so terrified of selling anything. Um, but all said and done, you know, people started coming in more and more each week and they started asking me, hey, 
I love the, the value you're giving, but do you have anything I can buy? And so I was like, yes, I have this course. Uh, and it's $97. And they were <laughs> like, sure, I'll take it. Uh, and then eventually, you know, that, that experience led me to be getting a bit more, you know, deliberate about what I was doing. And so I upped the price to 199 and then eventually 997. And, uh, and, and basically at that moment, but probably right. 2012, 2013, I, I finally became a course creator that, you know, I didn't have to take any more retainer clients. And then I was actually selling my stuff, uh, with courses. Um, and, uh, and I realized that the only thing that actually worked for me was webinars. Um, and, um, and so back in the day, uh, I, I asked some developers if they could develop me a webinar platform that could sell on autopilot that could, you know, I could create the presentation once and put it out there. And that becomes my, my, basically my high impact experience, my sales experience. And so that, you know, and that, that was basically an automated webinar platform mm -hmm. is what I was asking him to build. And so we became the first uh, WordPress plugin that does automated webinars. So we are, a, that's how, that's, that's how easy webinars started as a WordPress plugin. Um, probably 2014, we launched out around then. And, uh, and, you know, we were, this is back in the day when they had warrior forum and stuff like that. And, and anyway, we launched on that platform and saw a bunch of sales and we were like, okay, people want this thing. So that's how easy webinar started. Um, and, uh, and, and basically easy webinar was that sort of experience until 2018 when finally we went full SaaS. Um, hmm. whereas before we weren't full SaaS at all. Um, and, uh, and it's been a great ride and, and we completely built the platform, uh, over from the ground up. We're on our second build out right now. And, uh, but again, it used to be a plugin and now it's easy webinar, which does live webinars, uh, automated webinars, uh, instant replays, you know, you name it, we got it. And, and of course, all the automations that come from being able to track actions and seeing what mm -hmm. results come from being able to say, okay, this is, this is how much they watched. They saw the offer, but didn't click. So let's send them this segmented email. It does all the bells and whistles that you want a, a high impact sort of, you know, funnel experience to have where it's based on engagement and actions. So nice. And we'll mm -hmm. dig into more of that in a sec, but, uh, Skip, what about you? Are you from the agency world as well? Um, I am from actually came out of the retail space. I owned a retail store for 20 years and that's oh, how right. I met Casey, or at mm -hmm. least I heard about him. This, you got to go back beyond Facebook live and all that kind of stuff back to Periscope days. Okay. <laughs> and right. so when Twitter first launched Periscope, when it was, a uh, small little you know like i think it was almost like a you couldn't even go landscape it was like a portrait yeah. phone experience and um i was using periscope to market my retail store to get some foot traffic in and of course as a person who was interested in periscope to find out how to use it more uh casey was on it every day constantly saying giving value and talking about how to kind of go live on video and how to sell things on video and how to present yourself on video and so started following him um and then I one day out of the blue, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to message this guy on Twitter and 
see what he's all about. And we ended up with a meeting and it's kind of like the, any kind of a, of a bootstrap company. If you're starting like yourself in, in, in the small area, you you start off whatever. I mean, you know, proverbially, proverbially cleaning the toilets, right. And then <laughs> sure, yeah. things out and then you, you do one task and then they figure out you're good at something else. And then it just has blossomed. I've been with him now for over eight years and uh, you know, now into the seat where I'm kind of, helping out the team to run their, do their tasks and get things done and move things across the finish line. But yeah. Very cool. What kind of store did you have? I had a water filtration store. We sold home water filtration units. Very cool. Periscope. I I heard talk that now that Elon Musk is in charge that they might bring it back. Is that right? Man. I I mean, it seems super smart. Like I feel like it has such a, uh, uh, an emotional, like so many people loved Periscope and yeah. they kind of killed it. It felt kind of like a strange move. And so, yeah, I think if they bring it back, it'll do well. Well, here's the thing we, uh, so this is how I, I, when I, when I got with Skip, uh, I had my team build the first analytic platform for Periscope because Periscope didn't have any analytics. No way. I, I didn't know how long people were watching my stuff, who they were, if they were actually sending me hearts or any particular kind of love. And so we completely built a dashboard that had all of that data. And yeah. And and we also built this way for people to, to opt in. Uh, So, so like people could in the, in, and now that in hindsight, basically everybody could see someone's email typed in, but let's say, Chase is doing a video. He's like, Hey guys, what's up? It's Chase. Uh, I got this and this, this for you. Go ahead and put your email in the chat and I'll be sending you that freebie uh, later. And they could put their email in the chat. And then our system, you could take that and on the back end, assign it to an API with any particular kind of email system, like go high level or constant contact or whatever. And if they put an email in, you can send them that ebook or send them anything. Yeah. It and so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, and so we had tons and we made it. And here's the weird, crazy thing. We made it for free. So we had like all these users starting to sign up for it because, you know, Periscope didn't have this. And so we just like, boom, 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 just started seeing everybody signing up and signing up. So it was a really interesting thing. Um, and it, that was actually what got me really interested in knowing the numbers and knowing your people and really seeing what people do, the actions that they take, right. Um, watching a video, how much just starting to fall in love with the data. And, uh, and, and we've taken a lot of that, that we did in this platform called full scope. It was called full scope.tv. And we've nice. now made it a part of easy webinar as well, uh, to where, you know, your data, right. You know, the people, you know, how long they're watching, you know, what, what they're, you know, you know, if they're, if they're clicking on a buy now button, if they didn't see the offer and then segmenting it. So that's the, the, you know, sort of like we've, we've done that. And that's a big component of like how we feel people should consume video. Or if you're using video as a way to market, you need to know that data because the people that are your most engaged people are typically the ones that are going to buy from you. They're going to be the ones that stick with you the longest, et cetera, et cetera. You know, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. I mean, I feel like webinars are so powerful, but yet still so underutilized. I mean, I think yeah. agencies as marketers probably use them more than most people. You know, hopefully everyone listening is kind of aware of 
you know, it's a very powerful sales tool, right? Like at high level, we don't do live demos. If, if you've ever asked for one, you know that we send you to a pre-recorded demo that you can go through. It's just a webinar, right? Yeah. Um, and it's very effective, but I'm excited to talk to you guys today about some other ways to use webinars, um, upsells, retention, that kind of stuff that you're seeing as well as, um, well, I'll save it until we get to that point, but, but talk to me about some of those other use cases that people might not intuitively think, oh, a webinar would be a great place um, to insert at that point in our pipeline or our funnel. Well, you know, like the, the obvious I think is obviously using it as there, there, you know, you can use it as an acquisition tool, right? Where, you know, you could do live demos, as you just said, um, but what we've found to be really, uh, helpful for us in the past are automated webinar, automated webinar demos, as you just said, right. Mm -hmm. Where you can have like, watch a demo or, or sign up for a, a trial. They click, watch a demo. It goes to an automated webinar. They sign up for the, the automated webinar demo. You can make it however long you want to make it. If you want to make it like, uh, pithy and 10 to 15 minute long demo, you know, just to get the trial go for it, or you can make it a little longer. So we've seen it on the acquisition side of automated webinars uh, for, for something like that uh, for, and, and getting people into free trials. Um, you know, so from an acquisition point, we've also seen like, let's say Facebook ad to a, a downloadable freebie after the downloadable freebie, invite them into a workshop. So middle mm -hmm. of the funnel type of strategy, right? where after they've consumed the, the download, now they're going to book themselves into a webinar, right? Um, and, uh, and come into that. Um, and oftentimes, you know, you can have like, let's say from an email, you can have like a one-click registration so they don't have to like put their email back in. Um, you, could, you could say, hey, go back into your email. I've invited you to a workshop. And then there's an email that comes right after like the freebie that says click here and you'll be automatically invited, you know, uh, enrolled into the workshop, let's say, mm -hmm. that goes along with a freebie, right? Um, and so definitely with acquisition, but, you know, some of the ways that um, that we've seen our, our customers use webinars before are, you know, for fulfillment, um, you know, like they'll sign people up for a webinar um, after they've, you know, become a customer, right after they become a customer, onboard them in some sort of webinar that that really positions and indoctrinates them and keeps them sticky in your in your platform, right? Um, so we've seen people that have done that with just like one automated webinar, you know, post, uh, you know, become, becoming a customer, and that's what they do, or they'll bring them in and say. Hey, now you're you're now in an eight-week webinar experience, and it's all pre-recorded, you know, or or live experience, and it's all. Well, so that's what I was going to yeah. say. That's to me, if you haven't done webinars before, there's kind of a really cool evolution that happens, at least in our case. So years ago, a few years now, um, I used to do our daily onboarding webinar. And so every day for an hour, I would give the same webinar to a new group of people, right? So you can wow. imagine after a couple of months of doing this, I was one ready to blow my brains out. But two, <laughs> I had this presentation down lock, stock and, and barrel. And, um, but I also knew the questions that were going to be asked and the answers to it, right? And mm -hmm. I feel like when you when you've done a live webinar over and over again, you get to a point 
where you can do it off the top of your head, but you also know exactly the points to emphasize, the questions are going to pop up. And that becomes, wow, holy smokes. Once you realize that this concept of an evergreen webinar, you can make a really impactful pre-recorded webinar that accomplishes the goal. I mean, I feel like when a lot of people hear pre-recorded webinar, they get turned off. But if you've done it live for long enough, you're your pre-recorded yep. webinar ends up being fantastic and it becomes so scalable. Yeah. We, when our customers ask us and they don't, you know, like, well, when, when do I switch? When do I make that flip? Mm-hmm. What we usually recommend to them is when you hit end on a live webinar and you sit back in your chair and the first thought was I crushed that. Mm-hmm. Like that, when you have that feeling, that's, that's the video you want to flip over for, to an automated webinar, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, here, here's what I would say a best practice would be, you know, I call this the webinar sprint method where you do four to five live webinars, right? And because you need data, you need to collect the data from live webinars. I don't care if there's two people on or 20 people on or 200 mm-hmm. people on, you need the data. So once you do a live webinar, and it depends on also what you're offering on the webinar, are you offering a book a call that then gets them into a client? Are you offering, are you selling something directly off the webinar itself? So you have to look at what your metric is. What is your, what what's your KPI, right? But let's say it's book a call and then close a customer. So you're, you run, you know, five, five webinars, mostly they're going to be the same thing, except if you see each one is going to give you different feedback. So the first webinar might give you feedback in the sense that, oh, I looked at the data and then tons of people were on, or, you know, people were on and then they left before my offer. What's the, what does that mean? So this is what Skip and I, you know, this is all about the conversion points. There are so many different conversion points um, in a webinar, but, but they're the same as any funnel. You know, you need to look at those no matter what funnel you're looking at. So I don't want to freak people out say, no, well, I don't want to do a webinar. Too many conversion points. No, you're going to have to do this anyway, no matter what kind of funnel you have. But like, if you see people showing up to the webinar, but not sticking around, something is in the story, right? Or the value that you're giving. If you see, see people coming, they're sticking around, you make your offer and no one's signing up, it's about the offer, right? Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reason, they're not getting it. And, and the good news about running five, four to five live webinars is that you get to figure that data out. you get to understand if you have a product market fit, if you are speaking, you know, if your message resonates with your audience, of course, you know, when you're storytelling about the problem that you hope to solve for your audience, you know, and usually you're, you're telling it from a personal perspective, which is a really good way to do it. As long as your personal perspective is the same as your audience's perspective and mm-hmm. you get to kind of figure out what that looks like. And if it is aligned, right. Um, and only, I think from running live webinars, do you get that? And then, but once you, once, once you do this and let's say you do it for two to three weeks, right. Just like commit five, five webinars, you know, may, maybe you'll tweak your presentation. Maybe you'll make it shorter. Maybe you'll take something out. Maybe you'll change your offer. But after five, you know, you should know what your numbers look like. So if you have like 10 people on a webinar and three of them sign up for a call and you close one of them, that's, and, and they become a client at like 
you know, 5,000 bucks for the first three months, then $2,000 after that as a, as a um, agency client, you know, that's a kick butt webinar. That's what you put out there. And that's what you start to use over and over again in an evergreen experience. Now you may not get, you know, 10% conversion like your live webinar did, but you might get five to seven to eight, you know? So, you know, and it's scalable. So it doesn't require you always having to be there. Right. Well, that's the thing. And that's why I love the, this process is that I agree. You got to do them live in the beginning, because yeah. like you said, you get the feedback right away and you know what you need to change about your presentation because you get the comments, right? You see right. It, it, it becomes clear as day what's missing or what's yeah. confusing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like Skip said, once you get it all dialed in, you, you immediately feel the love in the comments. You see yeah. the mind blown emojis. You see people like oh my yep. gosh, you know, take my money. Like mm -hmm. those types of comments, once you're seeing those, you're like, boom. Now, like Skip said, I, I think that's great. Now, you know, it's time to flip this into an evergreen and mm -hmm. now you're scaling, right? Because now you can just automate people into that thing every day yep. and it's not you scheduling. All right, I got to do this twice a week or every day myself. Right. And, and I think once you get there, now you really have this machine, right? That's running yep. itself. And I mean, I always go back and forth. Are you guys, I'd love to hear your, your point of view or um, your thoughts on this. Do you see people still trying to do the evergreen webinar as if it's live, like faking you into thinking you're joining a live webinar, even though it's pre-recorded? I, I I think on other platforms we do, but not on ours. Well, I mean, not, yeah, not on ours because one we tend to push people to not do that, but in the pre-sell, part of things people are mm -hmm. always asking the questions of hey can i simulate the chat can we fake mm -hmm. the audience can we do all this and what should i say when i'm on live is it okay to say hey everybody we're live today and i'm like no no like <laughs> just just be real you know mm -hmm. it's okay it's first of all it's okay to not it's better to not say anything i mean mm -hmm. you know because you, you don't have to say anything you don't have to say it's live or it's automated or anything you just do the video you know, but people feel like, though, I got to start the video by saying this is either pre-recorded or this is live. No, you just just do your thing. Get yeah. it out there. But yes, we, we do. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it, uh, the way I always think of it is if I am watching a webinar and I'm getting a whiff of dishonesty or a lack of integrity in there, I'm going to question the offer a little bit. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. If I feel like you're fibbing to me or you're showing me your Lamborghini with all the babes on it and the dollar bills spread out all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to look at your offer with a little bit of hesitancy, you know, but the same way with live or automated, if you're like live or live or live, but then there's elements of, mm, I just saw a winter scene behind you and it's summer and it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, that kind of a thing Then I'm like, okay. If you're going to so, buffalo me here, you're probably going to, yeah. you know. That, yeah, that, I mean, I'm with you guys on that, but I'm curious, do you guys build the the features to that because you get so many people requesting to well, sort of fake it? Here's what's interesting about our platform. It's streamed in real time with the experience of live. So if someone comes late 30 minutes, they're missing the first 30 minutes of the show. Mm. So technically it's streamed in real time. So we've tried to also make our audience as in, as uh, in, integrity driven as possible by giving them a scarcity option without them having to lie about it. So, 
you can say, hey guys, this is streamed in real time, you know, and uh, and and if you're late, you're gonna miss part of it. So don't be late. It's not like it, it's not a replay video, right? It's not like you can come in and start it from the beginning. That's the replay page. You could do a lot on our replay page and you can, mm -hmm. you know, toggle it back, pause it, do all the things. But in the in the webinar experience, it it plays in real time in their in in, in especially and if the attendee is signing up in their local time zone that's going to play in look in in their time that's convenient for them right so we have features that have the experience of live without uh having to without our audience's integrity being compromised because mm -hmm. it does in fact stream in in real time what we don't allow though are is like fake chat. We don't have fake chat. You can't you can't be an, an audience member typing something in to try to close the sale, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We don't we allow you to, you know, at this point we have just a question box. That's what we have. And you know, we've had like thousands of customers who've used it. They've actually done a comparison of ours to other platforms that do have simulated chat and ours still beat them out. So, hmm. you know, I, I know that that's not a proponent proponent that, that creates more say like it, like ours, you can, more people can get to the workshop, which is the most important thing. The piece of that workshop, that is the, you know, if simulated live uh, chat or fake chat compared to non-fake chat, there isn't a big enough difference that ours isn't better than theirs. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. we've, it's interesting we've seen the comparison. Yeah. When I used to do them, it, it got to the point where I was like, I can't do this live every day. And I already felt like I had it down. So I recorded it, but I would actually just show up and say hi to everyone and then say, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to hit play on this because, like, I can't, you know what I mean? I've done this so many times that. Yeah it kills my voice or whatever. So I would just hit play, but I would be there and engage in the chat while it was playing. And it yeah. worked really well and nobody cared yeah. that they were watching a video, right? It, so I think- Well, that's, that's point, what we it call- It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, that one we call simulated live where you can actually play a pre-recorded session and be in the live chat talking. So that's a different oh, that's kind of great. experience. So there's the automated, which is completely automated. You can do an automated webinar where it's streamed in one time zone. People show up to it. Or you can run a live webinar where you play a pre-recorded video and then you're still in the chat talking, right? That's the experience you just you just talked about. Mm -hmm. Or there's the completely the evergreen side of it where you uh, can schedule like just you know, right on time, just in time events. You can you can and also then stack other future times and they can be in your attendees' local time zone. Uh, different days during the week. So there's a lot of dynamic scheduling that can happen based on where anyone is in the world. And so that's more of the evergreen features, right? Do you guys have, I'd love to hear if you guys have statistics or, you know, I'm sure you're, you're more aware of like the psychological factors at play here, but I think to the outsider, when you first start looking into webinars and, and seeing the options, it's kind of like, well, wait, why? Why would why wouldn't you just send them the video, right? Like mm -hmm. if they can, if it's an evergreen thing and they can watch it whenever they want by scheduling it, why not just send it to them? Like, what is there psychologically about allowing people to schedule a time to watch a pre-recorded video? I the, the best answer that I think you were looking at 
we're not wanting people just to watch a video. Mm -hmm. We are looking for our clients, our customers that are using EasyWebinar to get high quality customers, committed mm -hmm. customers, right? And that, as Casey was talking about full scope with the engagement and the hearts and the love and everything, signing up for our webinar is, is that micro commitment, right? The next step to that micro commitment is showing up. And that's, that's a huge step. Like signing up is like, nowadays it's autofill. Mm -hmm. right form pops up my name and email is already there hit send mm -hmm. boom yeah i'd love to see that right and i probably won't show up because i know they're going to send me the replay blah 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 right it's gone but the bigger commitment is showing up and that's where our what casey was talking about where our event tracking starts taking place is okay now we're actually looking at this individual how much of this webinar did they watch right so i think it's not necessarily about just if you got a video give it to me it's about we are actually looking for high quality, you know, what do they call it? MMSQLs, like, you know, the market qualified. Market, MSQLs. yeah, qualified leads, right? And the more engagement somebody can give you before they get to that sale price, because sometimes it's a book a call or sometimes it's a $3,000, $4,000 thing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you're building up to that point where you're like, okay, you're That's actually really. So. Really interesting point. And I think I, I'm so glad that you made that point because you kind of just described the difference between a web webinar and a video, right? Like a video, it's in YouTube, you can go watch it whenever you want. But if you're looking for quality clients, show me that you're that you are interested by showing up at a time that I scheduled or you scheduled or whatever. That's really, really fascinating. And I think that's probably something that um, will be an interesting point to a lot of people watching this because I forget who I was talking to the other day, but I was joking. Well, I wasn't joking. I was serious. At one point in my marketing career, when I was running the agency that we had, um, I went to an event and I was hanging out with other agency owners for the first time. And I heard one of them mention that their funnel included a survey for their clients, the funnels that they were building. Cause we were doing, you know, claim something, nurture them into booking and then sell them. And they were doing claim something, nurture them into a survey that would qualify and then nurture them into the booking for the qualified ones. And to me, that was like mind blowing. I was like, oh my gosh, we're missing this huge piece where you actually qualify leads. And so I think you just illustrated that, right? In the world of webinars, that scheduled piece, that's what that does. It kind of weeds out the people that just threw their email and they're like, eh, whatever, maybe I'll show up, maybe I won't. And we then to bring that further into high level, um, and I was playing with this yesterday to make sure it worked before I got on here, but <laughs> building out an opportunity pipeline mm -hmm. or a webinar with yeah. all the swim lanes appropriately. So registered, showed up, didn't show up, mm -hmm. clicked on the offer. And of course, in high level, you can, it's the sales page too. So I can mm -hmm. send people to my, so I know if they bought or not. Mm -hmm. um, I can, I, like in easy webinar, we have filters that can filter somebody and actually tag them into high level as far as. Um, how long did they stay? What we're just talking about. Did they actually stay for the whole thing? Did they go to my offer page? Right. And so obviously in the opportunity, we want people to, the further down the pipeline, the more qualified the leads are. And so now I'm going to spend as a high level customer, I'm going to spend more of my time nurturing and calling and reaching out to these people at the other side of the pipeline mm -hmm. versus those who registered and then no show and then all this kind of stuff, right? A hundred percent. And I think, but that's a lesson learned, right? I feel like in the beginning, if you're young yeah. at marketing, you, you want to just throw it all at them, right? Like 
here's the video, watch it, please watch it, please buy my thing, whatever. But you kind of have to hold your ground, right? And say, no, if you want, if you're serious, then okay, pick a time and you'll be able to watch this thing. And if you skipped it, you know, they're not, they don't just have it sitting in their inbox. You're going to find people coming back around. Like, oh, I couldn't make it. Could it, you know, is it recorded? And maybe your answer is no, it's not recorded. I could schedule another time with you or whatever. But I think that's a really fine um, point that kind of seems simple, but is really powerful actually in that step. We, we, we had, um, so we had a customer, John Lee Dumas at one point and this, uh, uh, this, this company Segmetrics did a uh, spot, spotlight piece on John mm-hmm. and his automated webinar. So, um, and, and his automated webinar run on easy webinar. And they found that there were two different types of leads coming in, um, that they were, were highlighting one are just freebie leads coming from a downloadable PDF. And the Mm -hmm. other were people signing up for the automated webinar workshops. And those people, the leads that were signing up for the automated webinar workshops were, I think each one was valued at $243 higher than the other ones. So meaning that those leads were way more qualified because of the fact that they obviously were going through the indoctrination process of the workshop. They were showing up. There were all those micro commitments, as Skip said, and obviously that just made them just a better lead in general. So chances are, if someone comes through your workshop and sees your webinar, they're going to be they're way closer to becoming a customer than someone who just downloads your PDF, right? Well, there's, I, I, there's got to be a lot of really interesting psychological factors at play, right? Mm-hmm. You claim a webinar or whatever, and you're like, what, what do you mean I can't just watch it whenever I want? Like, yeah. seriously? And you're like, yeah, seriously. And it's like, oh, well, then maybe, you know, maybe these guys do have something worth right. more than, you know, the all these other offers I see or whatever. Very interesting concept. Um before we run out of time, I did want to get your thoughts on webinars as a service. Cause I, I -hmm. think that's something I don't see any agencies doing is saying, Hey, how do we productize this and and offer it as a service to our clients? Is it just doing the same thing? Is it just sort of a light bulb that, Hey, it works for you. It's going to work for your clients, you know, package it up and, and get them running webinars. Um, what are you guys seeing? Yeah, I mean, we've seen, you know, I, I think here's something interesting that we've seen uh, a lot of our clients coming in and running uh, basically all webinar services. And 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 a lot of people don't realize what that entails and how many different things you could be charging for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from, uh, you know, uh, creating all the pages of a webinar funnel to like writing email copy to segmenting the follow-up emails to writing the video skip for the registration page uh, uh, or the thank you page to writing the webinar itself. So there's like, and all of those pieces though, that's a funnel. Like it's like if someone's building sales funnels for people already, that's what this is, but it's very specific to a webinar experience. And Mm -hmm. once you nail it down, you could do it over and over and over again. So yeah, we have, we have clients and customers who offer webinar services and, uh, and, and they, they basically use us, uh, they sign their clients up to us. And then now they're adding these additional services, which aren't just those that I just said, but now 
now they can say, hey, we have the software that we're offering as well. Um, we're going to download the data. They, they would download load the data and then provide it to their clients and say, hey, this is how your webinar performed this month or this week, right? And they they basically now create these systems for like more consistent revenue because they use this, they anchor, th I mean, this is not anything new for a go high level uh, customer, right? A go high level agency, obviously you guys get this, right? You anchor the software as a way to, um, to continue revenue uh, down the road, right? So you build the, the, you build the webinar funnel, maybe over a two or three month period of time. And then you maintain that, especially if you're getting them results where, you know, maybe you're running ads to the webinar and they're seeing some results and they're seeing some results with, you know, getting calls booked in and everything else. And then now you're at a point where you're just doing sort of maintenance marketing, where you're always watching the stats, sending them their, the info, information on the stats. But now you, you also uh, take a little bit of workload off because you're letting, you know, the results now that are happening because maybe it's an automated webinar or maybe you've created a, a live webinar sort of, uh, you know, maybe consistent content going out plan for them. And now they're doing it and executing it. It, it allows That's, you more freedom, you know, as that agency. I mean, yeah. you, uh, my gears are spinning and I, we used to work with a lot of med spas and I feel like I could have shortcut that, you know, do five lives yourself, get into the rhythm by, you know, they all sell body sculpting of some point. Right. So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. we're going to co-host a webinar. I've got the questions teed up that I know are a great presentation. Mm -hmm. You just answer them. We record that. And now you've got a great webinar that we can build a funnel around. And I could just go do that with every one of my clients. Cause I feel like that's the hardest part, right? They don't know. They're like, well, what am I going to say? Right. Like, you know, I'm going to fumble through this. If you could streamline mm -hmm. the structure of it. You and and really... it, it really does come down yeah, to that absolutely. as far as what's the most, the, the highest frequency question you're getting. I mean, right. as, as at the end client, right. Asking them, yeah. what are people, what are your, your customers, yeah. you know, asking you that you're just like you're to the point where you're like tired of answering them because you're exactly, like everybody yeah. who comes in here everybody who calls me always asks this question that's the webinar totally right? um and like for instance when we i had my retail store my first webinar um people were we had we had different types of water that we actually would produce for customers alkaline water the alkaline which is like really hot now nowadays was yeah. just starting off as far as like figuring out how to how to create it with the chemical structure we had to do for the filtration to get it done we had just instituted that and, and put that into our systems now we were providing also alkaline water bottom line was everybody always come in there and we had to go over this long speech of what alkaline water was what why should i buy it all this why should i spend more money for that than i didn't mm -hmm. we finally put together a real short no pitch 15 minute webinar right on the front page of our website and now mm -hmm. all of a sudden people were coming in the store and saying I watched your video on alkaline water and I won it. It just like went right to the close, yeah. you know? So it was perfect. The other thing too, about the, the SaaS customers with high level, you know, I mean, Paulson's always pushing niche down, niche down, niche down, niche down. Mm -hmm. What a perfect opportunity for somebody who's got that really tight niche. Once you do one or two of these, it's not like you're doing you know, automotive companies and pet shops and roofers and like, no, you're, you're focused in and you're, 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 you got your clients 
And once you get them figured out, now you have a sudden you're you're able to duplicate. You have a blueprint. Say, I know well, that's exactly need. kind of where I was going, which is yeah, you know, in a world where more and more content is going to be generated by AI. Yeah. I think the way that you brand and separate yourself is by putting yourself, your, you know, the business owner out there and letting people see your unique perspective, right? And so I think you could make a great service out of that. Hey, we've got this really killer webinar structure. We know it addresses the top five questions that you're getting every day around cool sculpting or whatever your niche is. Mm. You know, we're going to schedule half an hour of your time. We're going to hop on, you know, whatever. We're going to record it. And, uh, and then we're going to build a funnel around it for you. And now you've got this really great product that you can deliver and collect recurring revenue around. And then when you couple it with the analytics that you guys provide the integrations where we can trigger off of those things. I mean, um, I think that's a, a really great service that to me will only become more valuable in a world where content becomes less unique. That's a very interesting, I mean, I, I, I like your perspective because yeah, with AI it's, you know, there, there's, there's really interesting, cool things you could do, but at the same time, being able to say, this is how you're going to have to rise above the noise. Cause now there's, there's more noise and it's, you can't tell if that noise is, is a real person or not. So how do you differentiate yourself? I think it's, I think you're right. I think the more of this they'll have to do, you know, more, more in front of the camera and you as an agency offering a service that can say, I can build the thing that people are going to resonate with that are going to make them clients. And you can build that for your client. You're going to get clients all day long. And mm -hmm. you could just rinse and repeat once you get the blueprint down. So yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, do you know Where's how many blog posts we're about to see of the top 10 reasons you should consider cool sculpting that are going to be generated by AI, right? Oh my like, God, yeah. We all know if you ask an actual doctor or whatever, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, that's true. But in my personal opinion, I do it slightly differently or, uh -huh. or not. And that's the reasons why you go to one person versus the other, right? And so right. I think um, webinars are a critical piece. Um, I know that yeah. we are going to run out of time, but I also wanted to point out high level webinars are post sale, right? To our customers, the best way for us to introduce a new feature uh, mm -hmm. that we want people to know about and start using is drive them into a webinar registration. You know, a couple of weeks out, we do the webinar, then we have the recording to send to people or whatever. But I mean, it's been eye-opening since I joined the team and how powerful webinar marketing has been post sale. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of, most people think about it upfront, but post it's just been huge for us. Oh yeah. I mean, retention is, is really important for every business. Obviously it costs more, uh, to, to lose a client than it does to, or to get, to get a client than to lose a client. I think that's how it is. <laughs> uh, and, and so if you can keep your client, then you're, you're in a better position. So we found that webinars are a really great, uh, tool to keep attrition low, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, it's just a consistency factor, you know, people have to do it. you, uh, like a, like a, like a Friday, you know, spotlight session or something like that. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, let is if your customers are see that you're always there in the community and you are have things active and working as, especially as a startup, or if you have a SaaS company out there, then, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, it's a good way to just keep your audience informed and keep, you know, it's building that community up. And, uh, that's what that, that's what webinars can also do for sure. 
Well, you guys, I know, have put together a really nice list of, of ideas of what you could be selling around webinars. Um, we'll talk about that in just a sec. But before we run out of time, I did want to give you an opportunity. You know, there are a couple of webinar platforms in the market. Are there any specific features, anything new that you guys wanted to point out um, while we were chatting that, you know, you wanted to pe people to know about specifically uh, for easy webinar? Uh yeah, I mean, easy. So, easy webinar, you know, has a a few things that are, um, first of all, highly competitive. But I would say that you know we are a full uh, suite platform that does both live and automated webinars. Um, you know, we have a we have a a part of our platform that you can do a live webinar and then push it to Facebook Live and YouTube Live at the same time. I was going to say you guys do the multi-stream thing, right? We what we do. Yep. We do the multi-stream thing, um, and uh, and I don't think any platform allows you to push to Facebook Live and YouTube Live at the same time. Ours does, um, and you know the cool thing about that is that you can literally run a live webinar, push it to those platforms. On those platforms, you can say like, "Hey guys, I'm," uh, you know, you you do a little intro, you talk to them while in those platforms, and you say, "Hey, if you guys want the good stuff, I'm going to be giving freebies and all sorts of cool stuff in the webinar." be sure to click the link and join me in the workshop room. I'll be giving you all the value. And uh, it's a great way to build leads just from those platforms into your webinar. If you were to do like a weekly uh, stream out to YouTube and Facebook at the same time, that's a great way to build your list. So yeah, that is smart because a lot of times you just stream it and you're like, oh, whatever. I got people over on YouTube. I wish I could know what they're saying right now or people over yeah. here or whatever. Just use that as a gateway to get them into the main room. I mean, that's how many, that's how people get people from YouTube into their blog. They're say, they say, Hey, like, Hey, if you want the show notes for what we talked about or the recipe list, come to my blog and put your email in, you know, it's the same kind of incentive, incentivizing them from those platforms into your own platform to build your email list. Um, we have that, we have, uh, the segmented, uh, follow-up emails based on actions performed. Um, we have some cool stuff. We have added, uh, some like we have a page builder tool that we've added, which is pretty awesome. Um, oh, but but really, the analytics are the biggest pieces that that uh, I'm really excited about because you can now know your people a bit more, and based on that, it informs your sales and marketing decisions. Uh, and I think that's really important. Um, but yeah, cool. we should also point out that you guys have. I always get confused on how to say this. You're in Zapier. Right. You, you have a zap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I call it, I, I'm not sure if it's Zapier or Zapier, uh, but at the, I, yeah. So I always have to think of that, but we do have, we do have a Zapier uh, integration <laughs> where they can set up stuff with uh, go high level, but the plan, the plan is to do a, a direct a API integration um, with you guys and go through all the pieces. And, and that, that's the biggest plan. Very uh, soon. And, that's like, yeah. On the that's what we, yeah, yeah. That's what we really want to do. Yeah. And that's awesome. so, so we're, we're working on that to really build those integrations in a big way. Cool. Awesome. Well, I know a lot of folks use both platforms together through Zapier. Sounds like it's going to get even easier, uh, in yeah. the near future. And, um, and I did want to double back to that, um, agency expansion package. So you guys have kind of put yeah. together this package of resources for an agency to start thinking a little bit more about how to monetize webinars you know, different use cases and things like that. And um, we'll have that link below the video where people can go claim that, right? All yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. It's cool stuff. So we're, we're pumped to work with, uh, 
work with you guys and help you guys like kind of figure that out. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I could talk this stuff all day, but unfortunately we are out of time for this episode. Skip, Casey, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, Chase. Yeah. It was fun. I hope that everyone watching, um, if you're not using webinars, makes it a big part or at least consider making it a big part of your 2023 because um, it's definitely a very powerful both sales tool, marketing tool, reactivation tool, you name it. Mm -hmm. So thanks again for joining guys. Thanks everyone for watching. We will see you in the next one. Thank <laughs> you.